And we're back. Okay, so I figured out that I had to be on my correct account in order to get the uh, correct Zoom login information. So we're doing a B-Block. This is Dump on the Yump, ostensibly a baseball podcast with me tonight, as per usual. Sam, say hi, Sam. Hello, I'm back. And my name is Joel, and I'm coming at you from Champaign, Illinois. This is ostensibly a baseball podcast, but we got a lot of other sports that we want to talk about. And one thing I wanted to start with was tennis, the U.S. Open. So uh, this last week in the U.S. Open, American Coco Goff won a historic U.S. Open tile, a uh, title, excuse me. This is from the bleacherreport.com. After losing the first set, 19-year-old American Coco Goff won her first ever major championship with a 2-6, 6-3, win over Arena Sabalenka, who I guess is also really good on Saturday at Arthur Ashe Stadium in New York City. Goff becomes the 10th teenager to win the U.S. Open women's single title and the youngest American to do so since Serena Williams won in 1999 at the age of 17, which is crazy when you think about how good Serena Williams is. Right. Uh, Goff is also the third female American teenager to win the tournament. Uh, so Sam, did you watch any of the U.S. Open? You, you, <laughs> you're more into tennis than I am. But this, yeah, is I also really like the U.S. Open. I didn't get a chance. To, I didn't get a chance to go this year, and I didn't watch too much, but I watched some. Um, and Coco Goff, that's my girl. She uh-huh. is. She is real. She is so good. I think that <clears throat> she didn't drop a set until the semifinal. Oh wow! Um, and she and really like, just cruised. Like, um, she's good, but she wasn't like, oh, she's going to win the tournament. I thought. No, I think that she was one of the favorites. Okay. To win the U.S. Open, I mean, she's she's been. It, it's funny because she's nineteen. Uh-huh. Um, but she, it seems like she's been around for a while because I think she turned pro when she was 15. So okay. I feel like they've been kind of talking about her for a while. Um, but she was, uh, but she's only 19. She just won the U.S. Open. Huge. Yeah. And she kind of, she kind of crushed too. Um but I really, I don't know if you followed the U.S. Open at all, but I really want to talk about the Coco Golf semifinal match. Yeah. Because do you know what I'm ta- about to talk about? No, go, no, I have no idea. Okay, so I wasn't watching this match, but I was following it on my phone because I was at oh. work, so I was, like, looking for updates. And it kind of, you know, Coco was up by, like, she was up by, like, four to one in the first set. And then the update stopped and oh. I was like, what the fuck is going on? And then someone's like, Oh, the, the matches stopped because the other lady had to withdraw. So oh. I thought that the other lady had withdrawn, but <clears throat> that's not the case. What had actually happened 
is that uh, climate protesters had like stole, like done something in the crowd that made the match stop, and one of them had super glued their bare feet to the to the ground so they couldn't be removed. Yeah. Uh, and they were, and it was like a protest that delayed the match for like over an hour. Um, <laughs> Man, I could not do that. I'm sorry. Can you imagine super gluing, like getting gorilla glue and gluing your bare feet to the ground? And like when they rip you, because they're not going to be gentle. When they fucking right. rip you off and the bottom... I feel like in tennis, they might be. The tennis people might be. It's like they chose the tennis tournament so I that I think the people would be polite. You know? The tennis people are fucking snobs. They've got Try that shit in the Meadowlands. See what happens. they no patience for these <laughs> the climate change protesters. They're just going to rip their goddamn feet off. Oh my God, that's funny. That's sad and, and funny at the same time. Uh, was there any other women of note who were competing against Goff in this tournament? Uh, I mean, there were, I can't remember who. I think that someone was trying to make a, co a comeback and she got beaten by Coco and um, but it's funny, there were only four protesters, right? And I just don't understand how they could have disrupted the match. Like, it's a big stadium. Like, what were they doing? And gluing your feet to the ground is actually not a active, disruptive form of proof. Like, in theory, you could be sitting in your seat and everyone could have their feet glued to the ground. Nobody would know. Right. How did they know that this person's feet were glued to the ground? That's a very interesting question. I was on TikTok the other day, and I actually follow lots of, like, formerly incarcerated people on TikTok. And this one guy, he's a Black guy, and he was talking about the two most racially divisive events when he was in prison. And the first one was Obama getting elected, right? That that pitted all the black prisoners against all the white prisoners. And that was the most divisive moment of his 20 years that he spent in prison. And then he said the second most divisive moment was Serena Williams defeating Maria Sharapova. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> like, Weird. That pitted all the black prisoners against all the white prisoners. <laughs> I thought that was really weird. <laughs> of all the events of that, you know, 2008 to 2016 movement. So what's the next uh, major tournament after the U.S. Open? Well, I think this is the last one. Okay. Wait, is the French Open still? I have no idea. It goes French, Australian, Wimbledon, U.S., right? The Australian Open is the first one. Okay, that's in like February? 
Uh, yeah, or January. Okay. So U.S. is probably the last one. And what's yeah. the branch opens in May? Mm -hmm. What's that? What's the one? It's not a major, but it's like a mid-major that you and your dad have gone to in California. Oh, my parents like to go to that one. Yeah, um, called Indian Wells. Indian Wells. Yeah, that's. Uh, when is that? That's in the springtime. Okay. Yeah, big problem with the with racism apparently at that one. Uh, why? I don't know. That was the one that uh, both Serena and Venus Williams singled out as their least favorite tournament. Interesting. Um, because when they were like kids, they just got a lot of shit. And they were both funny. specifically from that tournament. Their sisters. That's very interesting. Country club. Huh. Uh, on the men's side, uh, Djokovic won the U.S. Open, defeating Medvedev in three sets. Six right. And six like, the two least likable players in <laughs> professional <laughs> tennis. God. The, the anti-vaxxer Djokovic against the Russian Medvedev. The like pro-Putin Russian, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. The, the woman who Goff beat too was Belarusian. Oh, is she Belarusian? That's yeah. Great. So could have been the whole Putin U.S. Open. Yeah, mm. but it was weird rooting for Djokovic in that U.S. Open final. I can tell you that much. Well, you—that's what I was going <clears> to <throat> ask you. Were yeah, you I think so. Djokovic, yeah. I mean, I don't like Djokovic, but. Mostly because I think he's a fucking tool. Right. Um, he's a pretty incredible athlete. Uh, he's, it was his 24th open, major open win, which is the most of anyone. Did he get the record ahead of Nadal and Federer now? Nadal has 22 and Federer has 20. Okay. So Djokovic has the so Djokovic is, and you know, Nadal is quite possibly done. Yeah. Uh, I think he's like, I think he's got some chronic injury issues. Tennis, like, I, tennis is such a funny sport because I get it. I do not enjoy watching it. I would, I, oh, I love it. You love it. I, yeah. I, I, <laughs> But I get the amazing physical demand that it puts on a human body. Like, yeah. I get it. I'm like, oh, wow, like, this is amazing. It's probably my second favorite sport to watch after baseball. After baseball, tennis. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Like, I, I can't sit down and watch. Well, I mean, I can, but I choose not to. Uh, but, like, again... Tennis elite tennis players might be some of the greatest athletes on the world in the world. Yeah, yeah, and it's such a funny thing. It's such a like ridiculous sport too. Right, <laughs> right. You got to wear all white at Wimbledon, and I, don't, I think they changed that, didn't they? Or now? I have no idea. I don't know, but yeah, it's like a it's like bunch of dudes in short shorts like whacking a ball around with a racket 
Yeah, but it's actually just really intense. That could also be the description of a 1970s pornography movie. Right. Yeah. My thing, though, I mean, like, talking about Djokovic, so you're an athlete, and your job is to keep yourself in the best physical condition humanly possible. Right. You're still an anti-vaxxer. Like, that blows my fucking mind. Yeah. Well, him and Aaron Rodgers, right? And Aaron Rodgers, who was on my list to talk about today also. Yeah. Well, a <laughs> movie. Yeah. Yep. I wonder if he's going to blame his torn Achilles on some sort of vaccine. Yeah. Well, Probably. You- but th- that's the thing, right? These like elite athletes, and they've just been surrounded by doctors and health, and, you know, they have nutritionists and trainers and everything. And it's like, well, you know, maybe you don't need to take the vaccine because you will never ride on the subway. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I but know. for you to then be like, nobody yeah. needs to take the vaccine. Like, fuck you, asshole. <laughs> take well, the subway. You have this internal circle, probably, of like advisors and volunteers and things like that. We're just telling just you. Tell you yeah. Just telling you what you want to hear anyway. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You have no real life experience. So maybe you shouldn't like pretend to be an authority on anything other than whacking a ball around with your racket. Again, excellent pornography movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, I don't want to transition to this next conversation. Well, hold on. Can we just talk about the Jets for a second, though? Because that shit's yes, hilarious. Talk, I would love to talk about the fucking New York Jets. The New York Jets, uh, who are the Met of the NFL. Mets of the Jets, yep. <laughs> because they just are the worst, and there's nothing that anyone will ever be able to do to change that. And the uh, Mets, too. And the Mets. They spent all this money to get Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. <clears throat> they did they did everything to like bring this top guy in. And it was the like the hype here has been out of control right. for Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. Like He's Jets are winning the stupid, Super Bowl. Which is so stupid. <clears throat> right. Um and four snaps into the season, he blows out his ayahuasca strengthened Achilles tendon. Unvaccinated. Okay. It was unvaccinated ayahuasca infused Achilles tendon. Yeah. And it's done for the year, possibly forever. Like, Achilles like yeah, tendon that's is, the end of his career. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's the end of the season, for sure. End of his career, like, very possibly. Um, and it's just was like the most New York Jet thing that you could imagine happening. I was trying to think about this, and I should Google this, but I don't want to. Didn't, like, Boomer Esiason go to the Jets at the end of his career? Well, and Brett Favre did. And Brett Favre did. Also. Another, like, uh, 
Packer, great Packer quarterback, yeah. went to the Jets and did nothing. Right. <laughs> it's like, but it's that's the thing about the Jets. It's like, well, Jets gonna Jets. Why, why, why didn't you learn your lesson with Brett Favre? Which is literally the exact same thing that you just did with Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, but they still won that football game. That's true. They beat the Bills, who were the AFC champions last year. So, yeah, yeah. I mean that's not nothing. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. The Jets must be super pissed off. Uh, the Chiefs lost two. The Detroit Lions, Sick. crazy. The NFL might be upside down this year. I'm not sure. I mean, it's only did the Patriots win? I do not believe that the Patriots won. No, they lost for sure. To somebody, I want to say Jacksonville, but that's no Philadelphia. Oh, they played the Eagles. Yeah. Why? That's kind of weird. Yeah, 25 to 20. They lost to the Eagles. They play the Miami Dolphins next week. Sunday night. And then they play the Jets. Patriots at Jets. Sunday, September 24th. Sweet. I don't know, man. Patriots are not going to be very good. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Dodgers removed Julio Urias's locker from clubhouse following domestic violence arrest. This is from CBSSports.com. The LA Dodgers have removed pitcher Julio Urias's locker from the clubhouse a week after he was arrested on domestic violence charges. Urias was placed on administrative leave by MLB last week, while the league continues to investigate the incident. Manager Dave Roberts told reporters that it was an organizational decision and indicated that it's a sign that the team has moved on from Urias. I think so, says Roberts. I think that's kind of where we're at right now. A nothing statement. Urias, age 27, is alleged to have had a physical altercation altercation with a woman outside of BMO Stadium in LA following a fucking soccer match between Inter-Miami and LAFC earlier this month. A civilian is said to have recorded the incident using their cell phone. That footage has since been turned over to the local authorities. Dane Perry, Dane Perry, who is Follow Dane Perry, D-A-Y-N Perry, P-E-R-O-Y. Follow Dane Perry on Twitter. He's one of the best baseball reporters. Fucking love this guy. He explained, in plain terms, administrative leave, in essence, sidelines a player accused of violating the joint policy on domestic violence, sexual assault, and child abuse. While MLB investigates those allegations, of note is that these investigations are conducted outside of any legal proceedings. And MLB and Commissioner Rob Manfred have the latitude to discipline players under the policy 
even in the absence of any criminal charges or convictions. Ruiz was suspended for 20 games in 2019 after shoving his girlfriend to the ground in a parking lot. Sam, MLB's got a problem. Yeah, well, Urias is done, for starters. And he was going to get paid this year, too. So, Yeah. um, It's just, you know, probably by the Yankees, so. That's um, their brand. Yeah, I got you. That's their brand. They love that. I mean, he still might be, like, signed by the Yankees. Let's be honest. (laughs) It's it like here's here's my take about this. If MLB wants to fix this problem, they have to have a zero tolerance policy. That's the only right. thing that's gonna happen. And here's like here's what I was thinking. At some point, a player who is actually not guilty of the allegations will get punished by it. And I think I'm okay with that. Right. Well, this, I mean, there's a video. Yeah, exactly. So like this guy, it's, there's, it's like they use words like alleged and whatever, but somebody's got a cell phone video of this guy doing what he did. And the Dodgers have already erased him. Yeah. Well, and if MLB wants to get serious about that, this, they have to say it doesn't matter about what the cops say. It doesn't matter what the courts say. If you get alleged in any kind of domestic violence incident, you're done. You're out. Well, you lose your job. It no no suspension. No administrative leave bullshit you're fired well but i mean it can't just be like allegations that's what i'm saying though because urias has done this more than one time right and and someone who i'm really worried about but this is this is that's different than allegations though but that's my point that's my point is that they need to up the penalty for mere allegations. And here's why. So the White Sox have Mike Clevenger on their staff. Right. Right. Now. And he had allegations. They did the investigation. They did not find evidence to penalize him. Correct? You, you know what I'm saying? Right, uh, they didn't... Right. And and at the time I said this, last year I said this, and I still stand by this, Mike Clevenger did everything right. He didn't talk to the cops. He kept his goddamn mouth shut. I, I believe, if you ask me, do I think Mike Clevenger is a domestic abuser? I do. But... There's no criminal evidence for it, so he did the right thing to protect himself. That's all you can ask him to do. What I am proposing right now 
is that Mike Clevenger should get fired, even though he was found not guilty. Like, the penalties need to be increased for these kind of domestic violence allegations. I agree with you, but I feel like there needs to be some proof, though. You do, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think so. I mean, that's kind of like a foundation of our nation's democracy. Which is true of law, but I I hear what you're saying, but I want to bring it back to the CBS thing, which says, hold on, let me find it. I read it already. Is that MLB is not bound by the law. Hold on, wait. Right. MLB can form their own policy. Trying to find it. Sorry, you guys. I'm I'm reading this news. Audio. You know, I I hear that, and they definitely do. Uh, you know, in the case of Trevor Bauer, famously, uh huh, yeah, they they ousted him, even though he was found to be not guilty of criminal wrongdoing. Um, but that's a different scenario. Yeah, that's like he never claimed to not do the things he was accused of doing. He just claimed that it was consensual. It was consensual. Yeah. Yeah. The more I think about it, the more that's a messed up situation. Yeah. Trevor Bauer, well, I'm not saying Julio Urias is a good dude. He's not, but Trevor Bauer is definitely not a good dude. No, but he got his contract. Yeah. He got paid. He, he got paid. Yeah, that's a good point. So Man, is he aren't, the, aren't the Dodgers still paying him? Is he in Taiwan or Japan? I think he's in Taiwan. Japan, I think. And, hmm. So here's... Yeah, I mean, it's bad. And unless MLB changes something, it's going to going to continue to be bad. Do you think the Dodgers have a problem? They've got Trevor Bauer was a Dodger. Yasiel Puig was a Dodger. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Was a Dodger. Uh Do you think the Dodgers have a problem? Yes. Yeah, I think so too. Which is weird. They're usually and I think that all major league teams, I think major league baseball has a problem. I think yes. sports have a problem. Um some teams are worse than others though. And and why like is it because the Dodgers are like, we're out here to win, so we're gonna turn a blind eye to you know, your red flags? Is that what's going on? Yeah, I just don't understand why they would like, did Urias come? Like, what's did he already was he already signed? Like, what's the deal? Right, I don't know. That's a good question. Like, I mean, he's played for the Dodgers for a while. Like, uh, like Bauer. Were they like, oh well, this twenty-four-year-old or however old Urias was didn't know that he wasn't supposed to hit women but now he knows so it's not going to happen again like right. what what's the reasoning there like how like 
you could see this coming. You'd think. You uh, think, except he's good at throwing baseball. This year. No. He's only played for the Dodgers. Yeah. 2016 to present. Unlike, you know, so like Bauer came from the Reds and the Guardians. Puig played for the Reds and somebody else, I believe. No, he played for the Dodgers first. Before the Reds. He went Dodgers yeah. to Reds. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Urias was the EOA leader in 2022 and the NL wins leader in 2021. I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah, the Dodgers need to get their shit together. Major League Baseball needs to get their shit together. But this is the thing. Okay, this is one thing, and then and then we'll wrap this up. Is that what's happening is that MLB MLB suspended Rios in 2019, and then he committed another offense. These suspensions are not working because these domestic abusers are continuing to commit abuse. And if Major League Baseball were serious about it, which I don't think they are, they would be more heavy-handed in these. Right. Ruiz was placed on paid administrative leave in May 14, 2019, as a result of domestic battery investigation. He was reinstated on May 21st, and he was suspended for 20 games. He had a 20-game suspension, and then he won a World Series. <clears throat> and, and Sam, people are like, oh, that's probably fine. Yeah. Sam, you know I'm a union man, but the union is part of the problem right here. Totally. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, there are no women in that union. There are no, uh, yeah, probably. I actually think there, no, the NBA, the NBA's uh, union president's a woman now. But you were correct. Ah, uh, all right. I hate talking about this shit. I hate that this kind of domestic abuse shit keeps popping up in American sports over and, yeah. over, and over again. Well, that, they just need to be, it needs to be an immediate ban. I think so. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like it just should be. Yeah. You're done. Right, that's it. Yeah, you yeah. don't get to be a role model for children anymore. No. I don't know who, who saw Julio Rios as a role model, but yeah, you were great. Somebody. Somebody did. Somebody in you know, Probably um, like a whole generation of young Mexican-American boys, you know. Yeah, exactly. You're exactly right about that. It's really disappointing. Rugby World Cup is going on right now. Did you know about that? No. Did not now. 
yeah, Rugby World Cup schedule. I'm going to Google that real quick. France versus Uruguay tomorrow, 2 p.m. New Zealand versus Namibia. Samoa versus Chile. Wait. American Samoa? No, Samoa, Samoa. They're their own country. American Samoa and Samoa are different. Um, Ireland versus Tonga, Saturday afternoon. South Africa versus Romania, Sunday morning. Check out the standings. New Zealand is 0-1. They lost to France. Ooh, burn. Yeah, that is a boom. France 27, New Zealand 13. So New Zealand's got to get it back together. Uh, Ireland is a winner. South Africa is a winner. Japan is a winner. England, Samoa. The United States is not in the Rugby World Cup. Unsurprisingly. Yeah. I'm going I'm to tell you all 20 teams. Are you ready? Yep. Italy, France, Uruguay, New Zealand, uh, that's the All Blacks, Namibia, that's Southern Africa, Ireland, South Africa, Tonga, Scotland, Romania. That's like... Harry Potter shit right there. Ireland, Scotland, and Romania. Who yeah. Australia, Wales, Fiji, Portugal, hmm. and Georgia. Ooh, Australia kicked the shit out of Georgia. <laughs> and then Pool D, Japan, England, Samoa, Argentina and Chile. Oh Jesus. England <laughs> is gonna fucking dominate that pool. Yeah. <clears throat> I know. I'm really excited about this. So we should we should get together and watch some fucking like who set this tournament up? England? <laughs> England's like we just want the easy teams. Yeah. <laughs> I think Japan <clears throat> be good. It's fucked up that France and New what what England did was put France and New Zealand in the same pool. Right. Yeah. England's hated enemies, France and New Zealand. Ireland beat Romania eighty two to eight. <laughs> Ouch. That was it's so bad. 82 to 8. 82 to 8. Poor Romania. <laughs> <laughs> Ireland might be good. Maybe. England beat Argentina 27 to 10. That's not so crazy. Right. <clears throat> uh, I think I'm going to pull... I, I like France. The best haka ever. I want to say it was like the 2012. No, must have been like 2011 or 2013. 
Rugby World Cup final was between New Zealand and France. And right. so the people were fucking going nuts about it. And the All Blacks gave like the greatest haka ever. Uh, and, the, and, the, then, and then lost? No, I think they won. <laughs> I think they won. France is good, though. The French rugby team is really good. Uh, let me this. Uh, Germany just won the um, uh, World Cup of basketball because America didn't try. Really? Yeah. Is Dirk Nowitzki playing? No, he's like he the coach. Something like that. Yeah, he's still probably the best basketball player in Germany. 2011, New Zealand defeated France 8-7. to seven. It's like the greatest rugby game of all time. Says who? It says me. Mm-hmm. In Auckland, New Zealand. New Zealand. Oh, right. It was in New Zealand. Undefeated. New Ze- That's like the best New Zealand team ever. They were undefeated. But they only beat France by a point, which is weird. How do you score eight seven? How does that work? Like, can you go for two? Yeah. Okay. Let's see. So, touchdown is four. No, three. Uh-huh. No. Touchdown is four, and then there's an extra point, maybe. No. I think it's five, and then a kick is three. I can't remember. It's been a long time. Right, 2011 but- probably was the last year I played rugby. So, yeah, I think that's right. So that would be eight. Yeah, rugby is such a fun game to watch. Yeah. So so each team, I'm trying to figure out how New Zealand won this game eight to seven. Like when they get a they each scored one try. Yeah. But New Zealand like converted something that France didn't. Uh, I'm looking it up now, but I think it would be they each scored a try. New Zealand and had- New Zealand got their extra point blocked. Is what I think. I mean, and France got their extra point blocked. No, no, you were right the first time. Um, so New Zealand is five points. New Zealand scored first, but missed their penalty kick. Oh. New Zealand actually scored twice. Right. So New try is five points. An extra point is two points. So that's seven that's points. That's what France did. So yeah. that's one try plus yeah. the extra point. Yeah. New Zealand got their try, missed their conversion. And then and scored then, and then scored on the kick. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Anyway, check out this game. France actually had the. I'm reading this off of Wikipedia right now. France had the one the choice to what jerseys to wear, and they selected the away whites to allow New Zealand to go with the All Blacks because New Zealand's the All Blacks. Huge Which, mistake. Yeah, actually, yeah, you're right, aren't you? Like, no, we're the home team. We won. We'll wear blue and you wear white. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like a bunch of chumps. Like a bunch of chumps. Chumps wear white. Yeah. Huh. All right. Yeah, okay. We got to wake up early and watch some fucking World Cup rugby. I'm excited now. I'm really excited. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, this has been Dump on the Ump. Uh, this is the B Block. Check out the A Block. I will post it also because I'm just really bad at producing podcasts. Uh, follow us on all your social media applications. Twitter at UmpDump2005. Uh, shout out. So um, give me 30 seconds real quick. So... We got invited to a party in Chicago that we probably won't get to go to, but I wanted to thank, um, thank, uh, uh, what's her name? Um, Real Socks Chick, at the Real Socks Chick for inviting us to her party in Chicago on September 17th. Uh, We got invited to a party? Yeah. Because of our podcast? Yeah. It's a big step for us. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what's a big deal? Right. So, Chicago, September 17th. So, that's what? Saturday? This Saturday. We got invited to a party in Chicago. Yeah, and, that's awesome. Thank you. Thank you for the invite. I won't, I won't be able to make it. No, I don't think I'll be able to make it either, but... Shout out to Real Socks Chick. She's cool. She goes to White yeah, that's awesome. She goes to lots of White Sox games, and she's really good at heckling. I've I've watched some of her heckling videos. She's good. She's a good heckler. We need to get together with her at some point. Yeah. Cool. Uh, and I pulled out uh, Lorenzo Cain on a on a immaculate grid the other day just oh nice one thought you'd like that i would also shout out to dump on the ump hall of famer um yeah big sexy botola cologne oh uh, hell yeah why i think he's uh officially getting his number retired by the mets cool yeah uh, and also, also, uh, dump on the Yelp Hall of Famer Jose Bautista got his number retired by the Toronto Blue Jays. The Mets, like Steve Cohen, just like begged Bartolo Colon to come and have his number retired as a distraction. <laughs> no, it <laughs> was a distraction. The distraction was it was. Bark at the park this week at City Field. So Whoa. everybody brought their dogs and then they played the Lion King theme, the Simba. And, uh-huh. and everybody held up their dogs. Best moment of the Mets 
season all year. Just people Possible stuck. Mets history. Mets history. Matt and Daryl Strawberry doing the eight ball. Yeah. Six to one, half dozen to the other. Right. Yeah. They're equal. They're equal yeah. in all ways. <laughs> in the goddamn locker room, probably. Shout out <laughs> Dale Strawberry. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this has been Dump on the Up. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, let us know, you know, whatever. Yeah, and invite us to more parties. Invite oh, us. Like. There we go. Yeah, invite us to more parties, please. We, Let's be honest. We're not great at parties. We like won't talk to anyone, and then we'll steal all your beer. Like, that's how it's going to go do. down. We will steal all your <clears throat> We'll be antisocial, and then you'll be like, where'd the beer go? And where's that big guy, that little guy? Yeah, that's, that's how it goes. <clears throat> and we'll be, like, on some train platform drinking beer somewhere. With your keg. <laughs> With your keg. Exactly. <laughs> we just carted the shit away. <laughs> Took it to the red line. Yeah. We're not great at parties, but we would we would like invite. We do we do appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so this is up. Have a great evening <laughs> a pleasant tomorrow. <laughs> Don't invite us to parties. <laughs>